This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today we're talking to Scotty McCreary. We first heard of Scotty 10 years ago when he won season 10 of American Idol. Since then, I've gotten to see him a couple times with the Grizzly Rose and, of course, at Stagecoach. He has had a few hits and is on a roll now. His last four singles all went to number one, and that puts him in some pretty exclusive company. We'll talk about that and his relationship with castmate Lauren Elena and his storybook romance with his wife and just how long they've known each other. His new song is out now at Country Radio, and it's already climbing up the charts, and you can get it wherever you get your music. And I need a little you time, you time, red wine. Here's our chat with country star Scotty McCurry. Thanks for coming on, Scotty. How you doing, man? Hey, man. I'm all right. Thank you all for having me. Absolutely. We were just saying, you are officially, those of you that don't know, this was actually a podcast about two years ago. And Scotty was the last episode on the Behind the Rose with Eddie, our producer, back in the day. So he's the first uh, repeater we've had. So there we go. There we go. Like you said, we'll try not to make this one the last year. That, that wouldn't be good yeah. for me. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I think I actually have seen you at Grizzly Rose a couple times. Love it there. And I actually saw you at, um, how do I forget the name of it? Stagecoach. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Just that small Stage little Stagecoach is what made you famous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, Blake. <laughs> True. So, um, yeah, man, I've seen you a couple times. How many times have you played the Grizzly Rose? Uh, you know, I think we've been there, shoot, four or five times now, and okay. uh, always a good time. And there was one time we got to play it back to back nights, and uh, Eric was there. We were just hanging by, we had our bar cart out by the uh, bonfire, just hanging. So awesome. we always, always have a good time there. That was a celebration too, kind of, because that was Red Sox whooping the Dodgers' ass. Yeah, yeah, we were watching the World Series there that night too. That's right. That was a good time. Did you sell out the second night there and get the uh, the black belt buckle? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, I don't remember. I got a belt buckle. I know that much. So I'm sure. Yeah, you always sell that out now. God, hopefully we get back to it, man. That just made me miss it thinking about yeah. it, man. Ah, I missed a lot. I miss live music so much. I'm right there with you, man. It's it's zooms are great, but it's. I mean, it, I'm glad we can at least do something, you know, this year. But it's uh, nothing beats just a, a full on crowd and everybody yeah, there. Man. So hopefully it's soon. So much. How's quarantine been for you? Have you been spending it mostly in Nashville? You've been where you been? So our, our main residence is uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. So we're we've okay. been here. We just kind of been still trying to get around a little bit. Been in Nashville a lot, writing, kind of trying to finish up this next album, and then we'll kind of wake up and say, "Hey, you want to go to the beach for a, a day and come back home?" It's like, "Yeah," or the mountains. And so we've still been trying to you know have fun through all this, but just a, a safe way to, to have fun. So yeah. Yeah, amen, and that's the hard part is finding that safe way to have fun. Exactly. I know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And speaking of a uh, new album, you just released your new song, "You Time." Yeah. yeah. Did you write that in quarantine, or has that been something you've been working on for a little while? No. So this is one of those songs that's kind of like the "Be careful what you ask for" type song. We wrote this one early 2019, and we had just come off of five more minutes, and this is it. And we were working in between, so uh, we were like just getting after it on the road, busy, 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 and. My wife was a pediatric nurse, so she was at the hospital. And so it would just be uh, so many days and nights where I'd be coming home from the road and she'd be going at the hospital. Like she, we'd say hello and goodbye at the same time. So 
we wrote the song when we weren't getting a lot of U time, and now here we are in 2020, and that is all we're getting is U time. So, <laughs> but it's it's been all right. Uh, it's probably been nice, all right, to be at home for a little bit because we were, we always say like you guys are so used to the road, like you've been doing it for God knows how long. You know, since you're like 17, so yeah. it's got to be a bit of a change for you. Yeah, it's it's all I've known my whole adult life, so it's it's been a change. I will say like. Uh, later part of last year, I was getting to that point. Where I was like, man, I, I, we're going to, you know, s- still work next year, but maybe just do a little bit lighter load. And, and then, uh, you know, here we are now. And it's kind of given me an appreciation again for just the road and what we do and my band who's like family to me. And so I'm, I'm missing it for sure. But yeah, it, it's definitely gained that appreciation again for it. There's some silver lining through all of this. And that's one of them. I mean, I'm never going to take for granted just going to a bar now, you know, like, let alone a concert, Seriously. you know, I'm never going to take that for granted again. Oh, I hear you, man. I, I can't wait for doggy back. Speaking of, you've been doing this like your whole life. I didn't even actually even know this about you. So you were on American Idol. And I think, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Yeah, you were uh, the youngest winner ever of American Idol. How old were you exactly? Uh, 16 when I auditioned and then 17. Yeah. Youngest male. Jordan Sparks got me by a little bit. Which I didn't know she was on it either. <laughs> like, I know, right? It's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, God, 17, man. That's, uh, I couldn't even get up in front of my high school class for a speech, <laughs> let alone national television, you know? Dude, I think it was good for me that I was, I was kind of so ignorant about just the whole business and anything. I was holding my mic sideways. Like I legitimately had no clue <laughs> what the heck I was doing. So I just went out there and, and kind of winged it and was like, well, I might as well have some fun. So, but that was just supposed to be like a good story to tell my friends. That's the only reason I auditioned was like, well, I'll, I'll get to see Randy and Jennifer Lopez and I'll come back home and go back to high school and play ball again. But uh, it all kind of worked out a little different, I guess. Say, so look at you now, man. <laughs> look <laughs> yes. at you now. Yeah. Is music something you always wanted to do? And it was it was a country music always something that you wanted to do? Yeah, it's just something I always did. People would be like, you know, when's the first time you remember singing? It's like, well, I don't remember not singing. I was always annoying my friends, like singing Elvis Presley or or just I was that kid who just was always doing that kind of stuff. But and I grew up on it too. My my parents, especially my mom, like always had that old classic country music playing. So I was singing Randy Travis and, you know, George Straits and uh, I mean, just all those folks my whole life. So to be able to do this is crazy. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I was always kind of around it. Like, how did you first of all, how did you get on American Idol? Did you nominate yourself? Were you nominated? Were people like not surprised around you? Like, oh, yeah, you're going to crush it kind of thing. No, nah, you know, for me, I, I was always a fan of the show and kind of in the back of my head was like, when I'm finally old enough to audition, I'm going to just give it a shot and see what happens. So finally came around around to where I was old enough. And funny enough, like kind of the summer before that, you know, I was playing baseball. Um, I guess it was a follow or whatever, but I was doing like a, a play, a musical at high school, but also playing baseball. And it was the same season. And uh, my coach was just like, just hating the fact that I was missing practices. I was a pitcher. I was missing my bullpens because I had to go to this musical practice. And he was like, just giving me a hard time. Like, oh, what's next, McCreary, American Idol, that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, you know, maybe one day. And, and you know, there it was. Wow. Pretty crazy. If you had to pick like one fun memory, you know, from, from that whole experience was I'm sure at 17 was a bit of a blur and you know, yeah. like, what would it be? Like, what would be something that really stuck out to you? Dude, there were, I mean, every single day was like an experience every day we were doing something else that was just insane. I mean, there was one night we got to sing with Stevie wonder and that same night Hulk Hogan showed up and was just chilling with us backstage and so I, I'm like so pumped and I get a picture with Hulk Hogan. I'm like, man, I can't wait to post this to Twitter or Facebook, I guess, back then. And and then I saw myself next to the guy 
And I'm just like, there is no way I'm putting that picture out there because I look like an absolute <laughs> shrimp. But uh, <laughs> it was always just crazy stuff like that. People would just be coming to hang backstage. And um, Beyonce was there one one time and her and her mom were there together. And we, it was top three, I think, at that week. And so we're singing for her and, and all that. She was our mentor. And as soon as the cameras go off, she uh, she pulled me aside, her and her mom both, and said, boy, we we just love you. We're, we're, we're rooting for you the whole way. I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is Beyonce freaking talking to him. <laughs> that was, it was just wow. always something crazy. Yeah. What an experience. Did you expect kind of have that, that was your jumping point, you know, for your, cause then, I mean, so you've had what three number ones now you're still really young, which I think a lot of people don't realize you've been in the game for so long. Did you expect like, okay, this is like the start of something good. Or did you think you just kind of go back to regular life? Like how did that look? Uh, you know, I, I think we were in such a bubble um, on Idol. I, I really didn't know what was going on. Um, I think for me, when I finally realized, oh, this is this is actually like a, a big deal kind of thing was top three week. We finally got to go home for like less than 24 hours. And my town had like 28,000 people, still does, like 28,000 people in the town. And like 30, 35,000 people showed up to the park just to, you know, go do the hometown thing. And I was like, this is insanity. So it was kind of then I was like, oh, my gosh, this is something crazy. And as soon as the show finished up, we start recording an album. And again, you're talking to the kid that was holding his microphone sideways. I didn't know how to how do you make an album? So um, we just jumped right into it, man. And I I just was like, y'all show me the ropes. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. And um, I just tried to learn on the job, I guess. Because there's probably so much pressure to like strike while the iron was hot right off the show. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And everybody, I mean, and you want to, we wanted to be out there and stuff, but it was, uh, we were on tour making albums. It was just go, 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 you know, as soon as the show is done, you know, no time, to, yeah. no time to catch your breath. Are you glad that you had that experience going into what you do now? Or do you feel like you're trying to kind of like separate yourself from that? Do you embrace that? I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I, I think it's huge going on that show. And I heard Lauren Alana say this recently. It's like that show makes you instantly famous, but it doesn't make you instantly successful. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, you know, I think anybody that goes on that show, when you come off of it, you're like a TV star, you're a huge TV star. But nobody goes on that show to become you know, a TV star. They, they want to be uh, an artist and writing songs and be known for their songs. So um, that was definitely a process. You know, it took, I'd say, years up until 2016, 17. I think until five more minutes hit that it was like, oh, this is Scotty, the, the singer, the artist and not the guy from Idol and stuff. So I'm glad it happened, but I'm also kind of glad we're, you know, 10 years away and, and we're still still around. Hopefully we can do it for another 10 years. We'll see what, <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, I was going to ask because I, I was thinking uh, your single See You Tonight was probably what had separated you from TV world to uh, to being like taken seriously as like, Hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm here on the country scene now. Yeah, no, you're, you're hundred percent right. That was huge. And, and, uh, that song, that was like the, one of the first co-writes I ever did in Nashville. I was so scared to write songs because everybody's so good. You know, we finally got into it and see the night definitely started, you know, the away from idol away from the 17 year old kid kind of thing for sure so that was big for me i think you've done a great job because like i said i i just knew you started the, the coaching star you, you know so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> speaking of you, you lauren elena i mean are you guys still obviously she was on the show with you for those of you who don't know do you guys did you guys ever write music back in the day together like are you guys still close yeah you know she she's always been like a sister to me and, and i think what we went through and and i mean it was like a ringer and i mean it's we were both i mean i was bagging groceries she was i guess a year younger than me 
we were both in high school uh, to all of a sudden be on the biggest show. I mean, so what we went through, you know, was so crazy. With me living in Carolina and stuff, I don't see her as much or, or you know, a lot of folks as much. But uh, it's always so fun to, to catch up with her and, and see what she's up to. And she is – talk about somebody who's crushing it. I mean, she is – insanely talented i'd put her up against anybody vocally in nashville and, and she is uh she's been on a tear the last few years so i'm I'm pumped up for lauren yeah absolutely no she's she, yeah she is killing it right she's now she's sick yeah we'll be right back hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You talked a little bit about songwriting. What is your process, songwriting? Because I, I always find it interesting. Every, every musician kind of has a different process and what they look like they bring other people's influences, you know, their own life influences, that kind of thing. So what kind of, what, what's your, uh, your process when you write a song? Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's always every right's different and stuff, but songwriting is one of those things you can't like really turn off. It's kind of an everyday thing where your, your radar has to be on. And if you hear something funny or think a, a cool line or a hook or just something unique, you always, I, I got a, just a list of titles and stuff on my notes on my phone and probably 95% of them are, awful <laughs> and you'll go through and you'll be sitting there in the right and you're like what was i thinking this day and delete and, um but every now and then you find something that's really cool and stuff but i mean i, I love to get a bunch of guys or girls together and uh, the camaraderie in the room and you know just making music to me it's so cool that you start the day with like a blank sheet of paper and by the end of the right like you've created something you've created a piece of art you know so I always think that's such a cool thing that that did not exist, you know, five hours before you started writing. That's so true. It's so cool to think that that song that you wrote on, you know, a note page can make such a difference in a lot of people's lives. Like that's what's super cool. Yeah. You know? it's, it's crazy to think. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, a, a song like Five More Minutes for me, I wrote for my granddaddy. And and to hear other folks be like, man, that song helped me through this or or that or, you know, my last football game or whatever. And it's, yeah. all, it's always cool when a song that's so personal to you, you know, helps other folks as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's so cool. I wanted to talk to you about your wife because yeah. if people don't know, you guys have known each other for quite some time. <laughs> She's helped you through <laughs> you uh, everything. Yeah. We, so how, how, you guys were kindergarten, right? Is that right? Yeah, we grew up together. So we met, um, we met in kindergarten and honestly, it's, uh, you, it's kind of one of those, you can say it is kind of one of those love at first sight things. Cause we still have her <laughs> kindergarten diary. And she has her name and my last name, like written in hearts all over her diary. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty wild that it actually worked out all these years later, but she's awesome, man. Like she's so much cooler than me. And uh, <laughs> she's, she's just an amazing, amazing gal for sure. How has this year been for her yeah. uh, being a nurse and everything? And the, the funny thing was we were going on the road with Chris Young this year. We were doing the whole big tour and it's always so fun when you get to go do those, you know, the shed tours and stuff going around the country. So, um, and Gabi has never toured with me before. Like she'll come out on a weekend and like hang for a couple of days, but she's never like full summer road dog it, you know, do your laundry at the laundromat kind of thing. Like she's never <laughs> done that with me. So, uh, in March she took off to prepare to go on the Chris Young tour with me and, and she kind of transitioned away from the hospital. So she got out kind of right before COVID 
but I mean, oh. funny enough, like her, she's such like a, a helper. She wants to help and, and be there. Like it's been kind of killing her not being there during all this. Cause she wants to be helping families. So that just speaks to who she is, but she's been, she's been, she's been all right. We always like to talk about with musicians and contestants of, you know, other television shows and everything, the mental health and how they get through some of the anxiety, stresses and pressures. And I can't imagine what it's like to be a musician on the road away from yeah. your family, yeah. dealing with the pressure, the crowds, all of that. Like what, what is something you do on the road that kind of helps you through all that? Sleep. <laughs> I, get, <laughs> I get a lot of sleep. Try and get as it. much of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, it's those bunks, man. It, it can be dark and you don't know if it's 1 a.m. or 1 p.m. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. I think it's gr- I think it's a huge thing on the road to love who you're out there with. And and for me, the guys in my band, most of them have been there since day one, 2011. We started as soon as I got the show, they started uh, doing shows with me. So and they're like family. Like we talk about everything together. And um, they, I mean, there's some bands out there that they're just there's always a constant changing and stuff, which it, everybody's got different strokes, different folks. It, it, everybody's got their way. But for me, it's just so comforting to like walk on the bus, see you guys. If you're going through something, you can talk about it. If there's a game on, you're, you're, you know, talking crap and all this. So uh, mm-hmm. it's like a family thing out there for us. And I think that's huge as far as being able to deal with the road is liking who you're on a, you know, little metal cylinder riding across the country with. So it can get a little testy, but if you love them, it's all good. Yeah. I see, I can imagine going on the road with somebody you don't like because you you guys spend like every waking minute together, you know, like you can't, I mean, you can't escape it. Most of the time I spend way more time with my band and my crew than I do with my wife or my family. So yeah. it's yeah. Uh, you, you better like who you're out there with because it's important. Yeah. So you got anything coming down the road? Have you been writing music while in quarantine? Yeah. Yeah. We, we I mean, even though we haven't been on the road, it's, it's still been like full steam ahead with with the job and, and with the album and writing and stuff. So um we're still working away. We got, I'd probably say three quarters of the next album finished and oh, no. probably going to go back in February to finish it up in Nashville. And, um, so that's been fun. You know, I've played, I've picked up my guitars more this year than ever before. Cause it's just kind of been way to pass the time and, you know, think yeah. about songs and stuff. So still working away. Yeah. Awesome. So what is something you want to leave to your fans, your family? What is your legacy as a musician or as a family man or whatever it is moving forward? Oof, the, the deep question yeah yeah that's a big one <laughs> <Yeah>. man <laughs> you know i i think when i started all this uh, the goal was to always um impact people in a positive way through my music so um you know the last few singles that have gone out the ones that have been so personal to me that have actually worked on radio because we've sent a lot more singles to radio that didn't work than that did um but to see these last few singles really work and um then be so personal it's only like five more minutes or um a song like this is it which is our wedding song which you see other couples you know walking down the aisle or, or doing their first dance to that that to me is is what it's all about is is uh you know having the music leave a positive impact so um that's what i want to do also a family man a great husband all those kind of things but mm-hmm. um you know as far as what i do it, it's want to put a smile on people's faces make them dance make them cry for a good reason you know love so all that good stuff well, i'll tell you what you're doing that man Big fan over here. It. So yeah, man, keep killing it. Yeah. Where where can people find you as far as you know, website, Instagram, all that, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff? Yeah, it's all at Scotty McCreary, Instagram. I just started a TikTok. Man, I, I, yeah. I oh, how's that going? <laughs> dude, I tell you what, I was like so against it. I think every new social media that comes out, I'm like, I why would I need a Facebook? You know, back in 2008 and now mm-hmm. why would I need a Twitter? 
TikTok, I was like, I'm not doing those stupid dances. Like, I, I'm never doing that. But I've been like addicted to it. Like, I've been <laughs> watching all these things. And like, I, I, we were out there in the mountains yesterday, I guess it was. And uh, we were climbing uh, uh, Grandfather Mountain. It's a mile high swinging bridge. And it was like 80 mile an hour sustained winds. It was like hurricane force winds and a snow and eight degree wind chill. And we went across. And the whole time, I just kept telling my wife, this is going to be a great TikTok. This is, I mean, so, <laughs> so, yeah, you can find me there too. I'll, I'll be I'll be posting over there now. Probably still won't be dancing or anything, but I'll be there. Right. And I think when I first thought about getting on TikTok, I thought it was all dances, but there's so much more on that. Yeah. App. And like yeah. you find great recipes and like how to yeah. you know, mm-hmm. put something on the grill. It's like, oh, that looks, that looks good. That's exactly so, what I use it for cooking and cleaning tips. Yeah. Heck yeah. Absolutely. It's super addicting. I, I'll find myself scrolling through that thing and like an hour later, I'm like, what am I doing? Stop. Yeah. I yeah. I 100% agree. So we're all over that for sure. Yeah. Before you get out of here, actually, how yeah, how are the Patriots looking this year? Oh man, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what to do with Even my hands. I'm a big Red Sox fan. <laughs> yeah. I, everything I, else, New England, nah. I, it's it's <laughs> been an interesting one, man. I tell you, before the season started, before we even knew we had Cam, it was like I think we have more. I don't want to make excuses, but. We, I think we have more starters, <laughs> more people that opted out for COVID than any other team. So it's like, well, this is going to be a great year, but it's been a little painful to watch. I'm not used to this. I don't know what to do with my hands. Like it's, we're yeah, not going to make the playoffs. So it's tough. It's kind of interesting as a Boston fan, y'all have been so damn spoiled in every sport and you know, you're, you're still so young. I, dude, <laughs> you have my, no idea what it's like. <laughs> I know my, my, my dad and, and my, uh, my drummer, Joe is a huge Broncos fan and, he he always is just telling me you just don't you just don't know what it's like and you're gonna karma's gonna come because I'll talk yeah. so much crap on the road and stuff and it's gonna be a big reality check here. Yeah, oh, I, I I'm I guess I'm ready for it. I don't think I am, but my dad's always been like, dude, you have no idea the, the pain and suffering Red Sox fans and how went through and how bad the Patriots were and all my whole life has been great. So yeah. even the Bruins, man, Bruins, know, hockey, the like, Bruins, the Celtics were winning championships. I know. Yeah. I will say the Bruins are like the one Boston team. I don't root for. Cause I know you're a big hurricanes fan, big hurricanes fan. Oh. We, we live like really close to the arena. So we just walk to the games and get fired up. So oh, that's yeah. big old, yeah. big old canes fans here. Yeah. Well, yeah. I so say you're, I, I mean, so obviously do you think it's, it, because I've been seeing this argument, Belichick or Brady. I mean, Brady's looking like he's going to make the playoffs, man. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't it hasn't been all roses for the Buccaneers either no. this year. I mean, there's no. been a lot of people who've lost a lot of money betting on the Buccaneers this year. So it's <laughs> yeah, uh, true. it's it's we'll see how it works out for them. I think yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Belichick and Brady always did so much with so little, and now like Brady's got like a plethora. He's got like the best receiving core in the whole league right now. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, expectations are probably a little high. It's a, it's almost more of a question, like if it was McDaniel's or that he's missing more than I know Belichick. I I, I thought that because McDaniel's and Brady they they went together. Belichick's always yeah. been the defensive minded coach, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. McDan- mean, we hate we hate McDaniel's. Yeah, I know so it didn't work out here, <laughs> dude. I know. I'll go back to my drummer Joey. He is. I mean, he's got the old school Broncos yeah, tattoo. I was going to ask, he has the big tat on his back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is Damn. as dedicated as it gets. I mean, legitimately, like, it, it makes or breaks his day how the Broncos do. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he, uh, he every time McDaniels gets shown on the screen, he just flips them off on the bus or something. <laughs> like, he hates the guy. Hates him. That's pretty funny. <laughs> he did us dirty. <laughs> he, I mean, he ruined our franchise for a while, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I, y'all are 
Y'all are saying exactly what I hear every time he gets shown on the bus. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. We've got we've got a few few more games left this season, so we will see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm in the hunt for our. Uh, we have a little Nashville league fantasy league. It's my first year in it, and I I I, I got to buy this first week in the playoffs, and I'm, uh, I got a chance to win the whole thing on my first year. We'll see. We'll see there what happens. <laughs> Hopefully, there's a nice little pot for that. Yeah. It's 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 a good little pot, and and I think. Uh, <laughs> something to do with dinner or something so yeah we got a good little thing going so we'll see there you go cool man well i appreciate you coming on it was a lot of fun good to see you and again. hopefully we'll see you soon somewhere yeah. oh like dude, next I, year at some I point cannot wait to get back out there on the road and get back to the rose grizzly rose or just anywhere yeah. Yeah. wherever they say go i'll go <laughs> right, I I just, I yeah. a parking lot at this point you know <laughs> i just want to play man absolutely yeah amen awesome well thanks again man and uh yeah hopefully see you soon absolutely i appreciate you having me on Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose. <laughs>